Hello, and welcome to Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. Today we have a special guest on by the name of Byron Flannery, and I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Mr. Flannery is the CEO of a football crew. I think he was also a former football player, but he'll tell us a little more about himself. Make sure you guys support if you like what I'm doing with your Let's Sip and Talk with Freema Cup. It'll make your wine, your pop, your soda, your juice, and everything a little more luxury. Okay? So I appreciate everybody that donated so far. I really appreciate you guys. I'm in the midst of trying to get some new um, software going on so we can seem like we're somewhere else in the background sometimes or a little better audio and all that good stuff. So I thank everyone for tuning in. You guys are so much appreciated. My eyelashes on wrong. So let's see if I can add Byron on. We're just waiting for him. Today is hump day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Cadence. We're just waiting for Byron, so we will be able to speak to him and see what he's doing for the youth, for the individuals, and all that good stuff. And y'all know my greed behind what you guys cook today. Did anybody cook? Anything? Cook. I had so much catching up to do with everything from planning a weekend for my sister's bridal shower slash bachelorette weekend like i've been on go today she thinks i'm not doing anything it takes over my whole world um from talking to bride trying to get everything together um oh my god i'm busy today cadence are you hungry no oh good because <laughs> mom didn't cook today today what a, what a what bad mom so anybody we're just waiting for byron to come on if not we're just gonna have to have an open discussion but anybody, talk to me. Did you guys cook today? Do anything today? Are y'all sipping on any wine? It's okay to sip wine during the week. The Italians do it all the time for dinner. Nothing's going on. Nobody want to tell me anything. Y'all know I keep it real on Let's Sip and Talk with Freeman. One of my eyelashes look like it's a little low. I don't know. So we're just waiting for Byron to come on. Hopefully he'll be on very soon. How's everybody doing today? I thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Listen, see, when, when you be live, when you be live, things just happen. Like my earring just straight fell out. I don't know where my back went. I mean, I'm going to take the other one out. I do apologize, people. My earring just straight fell out. So, you guys, while we're waiting for Byron to come on... How do you guys feel? And I know some people already started school, but how do you guys feel about the virtual, virtual, excuse me, schooling? Like, going on? Are you sending your kids back to school um, September eighth, 
what are you guys doing talk to me let me know i really want to know because honestly where i work i'm on the phone with my kids cadence are you logged in Monte, are you logged in what are you doing now are you doing it are you doing it? and it's like oh my god i'd rather be home making sure they're doing their schoolwork because at the end of the day they have to do they're our future you get what i'm saying like they're our future so i have to make sure they're on the right path but I have to work to make sure they get to where I'm at. You get what I'm saying? So it's like a sticky situation. So are you guys sending your kids back to school? Are you going to continue the virtual learning? What's going on that? Going on with that? Talk to me, people. I don't want to feel like I'm the only one. Just honestly, I'm considering. And I told my friends last night that my kids are begging me to go back to school. You don't want to go back, Kate? I do. Monty want to go back. Kate just want to go back. Monty, um, Kali, you want to go back. So, like, I don't know what to do at this point. Um, I don't see Byron on. Which is our guest today. So, hopefully, he'll come on soon. If not, we're going to talk about We're going to discuss some things that I've been dying to discuss. We're going to have an open discussion. Oh, I see a new viewer on that I don't know. Hello, how are you doing? Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's sit and talk with Freeman. Do a lot of talking, but it's beneficial. Hopefully help other individuals. On Friday nights, we do open discussions. But you guys, seriously, if you have kids, if you don't have kids, are you sending your kids back to school after Labor Day? And do you think I suck if I were to send mine back? And I told my friends last night, I guess you just won't be around me if I decide. I need to make sure they're doing right, y'all. Like, I be at work. I don't know if they're doing what they say they're doing. Mom, I'm on. I'm in school. I can't talk. You know, that's what Cadence gives me all the time. Mom, in school. I can't talk. But it's like, are you really in school or are you on Roblox? <laughs> that's not funny. Are you be on Roblox? On my lunch break for three hours. But I told you to do something educational in those three hours. I'm going to See? That's my point. Cadence is honest. She said she'd be on Roblox, she'd be on TikTok, and the three hour lunch break that they get. So me as a worker, you know, like what I do. Do I think do y'all need to go to your daddy house during the time? No. Like I'm confused. That's what I might have to do. Now I might what you know, and then that's more hard on me because mm -hmm. now let me see if he added before I start talking y'all ear off. He's still not on. But see, now it's like okay, I have to get up extra early. I'm either have to let CJ spend a night here. here. Byron, why don't see you at it? Oh, I got a request. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Hey. We're good. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to talk these people here off. Out here feeling like uh baby face versus. 
How you doing? How you doing today? I'm doing well. Okay. So I must ask you, Byron. Am I saying that right, Byron? Can you hear me? I'm watching it and I'm on it. Okay, so my question, am I saying it right, Byron? I'm country. Uh-oh, we having some technical difficulties. Uh-oh. But my plan for the near future, November the 17th would be a year that I have been doing this. I gave myself two years. By November the 17th of 2021, I plan to be in the studio where I can fly my people out that would love to be on the Last Sip and Talk with Frima show. And we would not have these technical difficulties. It's saying, okay, And I'm getting a request, but it's saying that it's no answer. And I know it's just, I know it's just technical difficulties. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Are you on your laptop? See you very good, but I can't hear anything. Y'all. Right now, I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? Why is happening to me? I don't know what's going on, okay? So I'm not going to be a, a you know, a crybaby about it. However, we were speaking... <laughs> Byron's laughing at me. I don't know what's going on. Oh, good. I can hear the noise. And I can hear you. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Byron, am I saying that right? 
Baron, like uh, Baron Davis or the Red Baron. Baron. Yeah. Okay, Baron. Baron. So Baron. Baron. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tell us, and I know I'm going to mess this up. What is P seven? Go ahead and correct me. What is that? You're the CEO and founder. It's pylon seven on seven. Pylon is the yard marker um, when you go in the end zone. The little orange thing when you're at the end zone, you dive in, you touch the, the pylon. Um, so it's a football term. But it's also, um, in a technology standpoint, it's the gateway for um, information um, from that you use for your phones. The, the big towers, those are also pylons. So we um, say that we are the gateway for high school football players um, to get from point A to B throughout the recruiting process. So that's how we came up with pylon, because one, it's a football term, but in its general usage, it's also um, that gateway, and we are that that gateway for um, high school players to be able to go from point A to point B. So, so Baron, so you just kind of led your way on into me aggravating you. So when you say you're that gateway into, um, you know, football from high school football. So if I had a, a student, which I do, college, Monty Kennedy, he loves football. So are you the recruiters? Are you the scouts that come out and watch the students? We are the platform that the students participate on. So we do seven on seven, which is not like a combine. It is a um, it's a game for skill position players um, that traditionally have been used as a um, practice tool. Um, if the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing, they'll do a seven on seven period where the wide receivers are working with the quarterbacks um, on timing, route running, camaraderie, things like that. Um, in the traditional form, um, when it was a game, it would be high school players and uh, high school teams. So it was, um, say, South Oak Cliff versus DeSoto, right? But it wasn't anything as far as a um, recruiting tool. And so um, that's what we are. So to answer your question, we are the platform that if your son played for a seven-on-seven team or in an organization that did seven-on-seven, they would then bring their team to my platform. And then we then go out and get scouts and recruiting coordinators and things like that to give those kids the exposure. So let, so let me ask you, Baron. So yes. how far out – where are you located? Let me ask you that first. Where are you located? Texas. So how far out do you travel or do those scouts or recruiters travel to recruit those individuals? So um, you talk about recruiting, um, you look at it a number of different ways. One way is through, can you hear me? Can a you hear me? Bit. I'm having a little technical difficulties. Okay. Um, I can hear you now. Uh, okay, you can hear now. So the, the, um, when you look at recruiters, uh, usually people who aren't in the industry, they think of recruiters as actual college coaches. Well, college coaches are not allowed to participate in the evaluation of the kids at the event. So what we do is we then invite scouts like Scout.com, Rivals, 24-7, ESPN, Scouts, Inc., Under Armour All-American Game, um, U.S. Army All-American Game. They come out and then they do the evaluation of your kid. And then that information is then given to college coaches who 
um, once your kid performs in front of these scouts, are now on the radar. If that makes sense. Okay, so, um, I'm sorry to interrupt. Alan said, um, Baron, only be live on one device. Are you on live on more than one device? Because they said they're hearing echo. No, I'm only live on one device. Yeah. Are you on a, um, and you got headphones in? Uh, I do not have my headphones in because I got earbuds and that's what was making the static in my ears. So I can put the earbuds back in. Yeah, see if that'll work. Because okay. they say they're hearing a little echo. Okay. We can do that. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. And got, we, we got to with you in a row to chop it up. I got my Cooper and Thief. We're going to sip and we're going to talk. So, you know, if they're interested, they want to talk to keep it. Keep it posted. Uh-oh. I think we lost him for just a second. Hold I really need to dive in his brain, y'all. I didn't realize he was the link. You know, he was the link to getting our little football players where they need to be. So listen, if y'all got some football players, y'all better tune in. Y'all better share this video. April, I hope you're watching. Oh my God, we got to get him back on. Oh my God. Please come back on. From what I understood, and hopefully, okay, wait, it gave me again. Oh, God. It'll let us do it in a second. If for some reason it won't let me add you. I'm going to give it a second because the last time it gave us. But from what I understand is that, you know, dealing with recruiting, scouting and everything, that, you know, Byron, Baron, excuse me, is the link to all of this. Am I correct, Baron? We're just to see if we can add you back on. Highline got me out the trap. Woo! Praise the Lord, Alex Rayner. See? That's what I'm talking about. And I won't... I have one son that loves football, Kamonte Kennedy. He's been playing since he was little. You know, mom, he called me yesterday, mom, um, can I go to the school for football? And I think like COVID-19, sir. So let me see. It say no answer from video chat. I have to add you on, I have to. Can you hear me? You can hear me? I can't. Are you saying anything? Because I can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear you at all. But I'm going to tell you. Oh, I can hear you now. I hear something now. No, I don't. 
No, you don't hear I me? hear you now. I hear you now. So, Baron, can you, you hear me? So, and I know I'm kind of, um, my dog in the background, I'm sorry, a little, a little repetitive. So, because we're having a little technical difficulties, can you explain again, go get your dog. Can you explain again as far as how does it work with the, the um, scouts and the recruiter and the link that you were saying Pylon 7 um, does? Can you hear me better now? Yes, I can. You can, you can hear me better now? I can. Okay, so... Airbuds, man, cost too much money not to be working and giving us these tough. <laughs> and look, I got these dollar ear, I got these dollar headphones. <laughs> man, so no, 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 we're good now. We're good we're now, good right? Now. Okay, let's rock. Okay. So I um, so Seven on Seven is is a platform. We are we are the platform that Seven on Seven teams come to participate on that give um that give uh, the kids an opportunity to, to be exposed to scouts from media outlets, media outlets like ESPN, scout.com, rivals.com, Under Armour All-American Game. Um, so we don't have college coaches out there because that's an NCAA violation. Mm -hmm. So schools don't actually come to the events, but all of the schools pay attention to the media that comes to the events and kids get put on the radar by coming to the events and performing in front of uh, media scouts and then the schools find them from that. Got you. So let me ask you, Baron, do y'all come to like, uh, as people say, the dirty South, like South Carolina, like Edisto High School, do y'all come to schools as such, you know, to give our little people a chance to, to get recognized? So um, we've grown exponentially over the years. So basically, when we started out, we were only in, in three locations. Um, one was in Ohio, Las Vegas, Orlando, Florida. And basically, teams from, those, from different states would have to travel to one of those three locations. We're now in 24 different locations here in America and Canada. And um, teams still have to travel in if we're not in your city. So... There are teams in South Carolina, but we don't come to South Carolina. They would then travel to Charlotte or they would come down to Orlando or Panama City or uh, Tennessee State University in Nashville, and they would travel to us. Um, there, there has been an explosion of teams from South Carolina uh, for where for the past 10, 11 years, there weren't a lot of teams from South Carolina, but that is changing. Um, a lot of the, the higher-end players play for a team called the Carolina Stars, Carolina which Stars. is a hybrid team of kids from North Carolina and South Carolina. So the, the And it's more all-star teams. So when you talk about, about the platform, typically you're, you're Edison High School. Okay. Your, your top players on Edison High School would play for the Carolina Stars, and then the Carolina Stars would then travel around the country um, to various events. So the Carolina Stars is more like a, um, and I know I'm about to say this completely wrong, maybe like a group of kids from this county, that county, this that comes together, you know, like a city group or something of that sort. That yes. okay, got clubs. you. 
they're called clubs. So you play for a club team, an all-star team, a travel team. Most people are more familiar with, say, an AAU basketball. Right. I mean, most everybody's familiar with that yes. who's watching this. And so when you think of AAU basketball, it's all it's all-star teams or community kids on a local team. Gotcha. And so as a parent, you wouldn't pay me directly to put your son on my platform. You would pay the Carolina Stars to train your son, teach your son, mold your son, mentor your son, guide your son, etc. And then the Stars, after they done practice and did what they gonna do with your son, then they showcase him on my platform. Wow. So how old, if you know, for the Carolina Scars, how old or what's the youngest age that they allow someone to be on their team? Because this is the first time I'm hearing this. So it Yeah. So it really depends on the um it really depends on the organization. I believe the Carolina Stars go ninth grade um, and high school. Okay. So the way we break up our divisions, though, with Pylon, and there are teams with organizations that go all the way down, we have third and fourth grade division. We have the fifth and sixth grade division, a seventh grade division, a ninth grade only division, and then high school, which are recruitable athletes from ninth grade to 11th grade. Oh, wow. So kids who are in their senior year, um, they're, they're, they're too old and not eligible to play yeah, because we're in the off season. So, um, it's different because of COVID where we've had to kind of make some, you know, kind of, um, in a way that, um, we're allowing seniors to play because a lot of states aren't having their high school season. And so usually you play your season in, uh, August through November or December or whenever that is. And then we come in after. So seniors are already um, have already um, have expired eligibility. So that's the reason we go to eleventh grade. Got you. Okay. Okay. So so Baron, let me ask you, what drove you to actually be into, you know, the pylon seven? What made you decide that hey, I want to help other little people, you know, to achieve their goals? What started you with this career? When, when I was um, in high school, I was heavily recruited, and I ran a bad 40 at a football camp. You said a, a what was and that? I'm sorry. Because of that, a bad 40 time, 40 time. So, so basically, um, if, you, if anybody's familiar, if you're familiar with the NFL Combine, um, they, they, they're testing you. It's a test. It's an, it's an assessment test based on your athletic ability, mm -hmm. basically. So you run 40 yards and they time you. And I ran a slow time in my 40. Mm -hmm. So I, I lost scholarships because of mm -hmm. it. And so I ended up going to college. I was pretty decent. Um, and I knew I could play ball. But because I lost scholarships, I didn't have the opportunity to really showcase that at a major division one college. I went division one AA University of New Hampshire. I was an all American there. And so I'm like, I know I could play with anybody, but I can't, I couldn't run a 40 at the time. So when I got done with school, I ended up, you know, by, by happenstance, um, my first job was working with uh, New Jersey elite basketball, which is a high end AAU basketball okay. organization. And I learned how to run camps um, and what it took to get those kids exposure on 
a major division one level in a very professional way. And um, I was like, you know, the second in command at the organization. It was it's, it was a small it was a small um, company, and the guy was an executive at Johnson and Johnson. So he really didn't have the time to commit to to really running it. And so he was like, okay, you know, do it. Yeah. And so kind of threw me to the wolves, and I learned how to run camps. And so I asked him, I'm like, well, I'm I got a football background. Can we can we do this in football? And he was basically like. You know, I'm not feeling that, but you know, if you want to, you can. And so I did. And so that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I, I had this chip on my shoulder about my experience. And then when I, it was my time to run camps, I was like, I'm going to do a camp where we can evaluate these kids without them hurting their stock and by running a 40. I didn't want anybody else to have to go through what I right. was doing in that regard. Okay. And so that's how and that's how I got into it. And so I was 24 at the time. Uh, I was at the at the track, still training, thinking I was going to go to the NFL and everything. And um, I'm, I seen a kid that was running the bleachers, and I basically convinced them that I had the best camp in the world. And so he brought his parents up the next day. They gave me $350, and I called Legal Zoom and started my LLC. Okay. No choice but to be successful. <laughs> and that's where you are like, now. You even got no choice at this point. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's where we at right now. That is awesome. You know, you, you got to be willing to take. You got to be willing to take the chances. You got to be willing to um, have a have a vision and believe in it and go get it. A lot of people would um, think I'm crazy. A lot of people thought I was crazy for doing it, especially going about it that way. Right. You know, um, just taking his kids' money and not having a venue, not having any experience running football camps. Um, but look not who you are now. If I was going to be able to pull it off. And, you know, I think uh, God just was like, you know, you build it and they'll come. And it, and it just kind of kept, just keeps growing. Absolutely. And that's amazing because, you know, at 24 years old, you had the mindset that you wanted to go out there. And not only you weren't thinking about self, you see what I'm saying? You've seen a future in other kids. You've seen opportunities for them. You wanted to help them grow. So at that, at that age, you know, like, that's amazing. And I just wish we had a lot like you. And I appreciate you coming on and sharing that because I need people to understand that it's a lot of us and I'm not trying to make it. And I hope I don't make you feel uncomfortable. I'm not trying to make it. No, we're good. We're talking. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Good. I'm not I, trying I to make it a, a race thing yet. or, you know, what have you. But, you know, you get what I'm saying? And you're sitting here and you're doing something. I do. For all of us. You know, I didn't know anything about Pylon 7. I didn't know about the media coming out and, and helping individuals or guiding them in the right direction. So just to have you on this show, this platform that I'm trying to do, I really appreciate it, I must say. And you're doing something wonderful for um, not just your community, I'm say our community, because it gives us a reason to say, hey, you can do it. Yeah, for sure. I think you need the um, you need people that you can see doing something different in order for um, some people to have that. You know, that is a as, as a goal and as an aspiration exists um, in your community or in around anybody you know that looks like you, that talks like you. Um, I think that you know it's not for right. you, and so. 
Um, that was, that's certainly um, something that I think that Pylon embodies and embraces. You know, we understand the, um, we understand the, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? We understand the responsibility. We understand responsibility. We understand the responsibility. Listen, to keep it real, we, we understand, understand the struggle. Man, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because it's not easy. And it's easy to say, because it's not easy, I can't do. And um, that's that's not the way to go about things. You know, I was watching something yesterday. Um, the, the, the guy who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad mm -hmm. was basically talking about, you know, how you speak things into existence um, by like, just by saying a statement, like, I'm not supposed to be able to do this because I come from this community. That's a period. And so your mind shuts down in a way that, you know, it's subconscious. I'm not supposed to, so I won't. Right. Instead of like, well, why can't I? And then when you ask a question, you have to answer that question. And then when you start breaking down the reasons why you can't, then you start to say, okay, well, you know, this is just an obstacle. I can do that. And, be, you know, and then you come up with ways to be able to, to do those things. And so, you know, we have to um, really start asking questions right. in opposed to making statements. Exactly. And, and I'm not supposed to be here is, 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 is subconsciously shutting you down from the door. It's like, no, well, why can't, why I? can't like, I? You did? like, why can't that? Yeah. And so you start asking yourself, why, why can't you? And then you'd be like, well, I can't, you know, it took this, 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 and this for him. And I can do exactly. that. Exactly. Like, I, I, can, I can do that. Exactly. And then you do. And then, you know, and then, and then it's not about the, and then it doesn't become about the money. It becomes about the, um, the proving yourself right in a lot of cases and, you know, doing the things that you're passionate about in a lot of cases. And, um, then it doesn't become work. Right. Absolutely. When you're not working, you have peace of mind and, you know, not saying not to get a job. No, no, no. Yeah. Clearly <laughs> understand, you know, circumstance, but at the same time, you know, um, you have to, you have to think like that. At least that's how I think. And it was, validated in watching and this this podcast um it's um there's a reason he sold 100 million exactly <laughs> so do you have like a um do you do like summer camps do you do things of that sort to where let's say i want to sign my son up and bring him out there for the summer or do you have any of those things or is just strictly you go out and recruit or they sign up for it the, it's um no we don't do individualized camps okay. or skill position work um that's not our model for business um we are we are an event planning company we are an operations company and so you know for for and that's for layman terms you know for people who just you know don't understand mm -hmm. the platform um we don't we we are the platform for you to be able to perform on right and so we don't get into other people's lanes we feel like the Carolina stars are the ones that if you asked me and I keep using them just because they're pro probably the most prominent team in that, in that region okay. and area. And so I look at it like, um, if you asked me, you know, can I give you a hundred dollars to train my son? I would say, no, you might want to go spend a hundred dollars with the Carolina stars. They're going to come to my event anyway. Gotcha. And so it's full circle. We give it, we give tremendous opportunity for people in our community who love football an opportunity to build community and business. 
And so um, that's been one of the, the, the things that I take a whole lot of pride in. Um, when I started the, the company 14 years ago, there were no teams. I created the entire Wow. I literally called the, all the top kids in all 50 states and made it like they were representing their state in, in a seven-on-seven seven tournament. So it was like, you're the best in California. How about you play with the other best kids in California? I'll find you a coach and you just come play type of thing. And so from that, it spun off into guys who are trainers, guys who are mentors, um, guys who are high school coaches then are now able to get their own teams and build their own businesses around the training, around the coaching, around the mentorship. And they're able to flourish and do their thing. And then they just bring their kids to, to my. Event. Wow. Wow. So yes. I must just say this, and I don't want to hold you too long, you know, because it's, it's Wednesday night. I know Thursday is still the work week. So like you said, Lane is Turner, just to really understand, you know, you're on tonight on Let's Sip and Talk. So if parents have children that love football, they feel like football there yes. is their life. What could you yes. tell the parents by having you on, you know, just to pop your collar a little bit? This is something that I'm giving you guys. This is something that I'm letting you know that, you know how you say you, um, let me see how I'm going to say this because I'm really lame. I know you don't know me, but as far as not, no, you're good, um, you're good. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this. I, I like this conversation. Um, I, I, I do media a lot. Um, this is the first time doing a Facebook live. Okay. Um, I love your consistency in doing this. Thank you know, you. it's not fly by night. You know, we scheduled this thing out months right. in advance, <laughs> you know, and you have had people on, you know, you, you're taking it very serious, and so I, I'm, I'm digging it. I, I think that it's, um, it's dope, and I think it's dope to give back right. um, to your community and you know things like this. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm all for this. I'm not, well, I'm not I'm in really, no rush. I really appreciate it. Yeah. But you know how you say, how people say, it takes someone to know someone. You get where I'm going with this. So by yep. me, shout out Alan. Exactly. So like, okay. I'm watching Let's Sip and Talk tonight. We have Baron Flannery on. I hope I'm saying that right. He has connection with you the are. media. You know, he's able to allow my son to, to, to be on a team with Carolina. I can't remember, but I am going to inbox you about Scars. Carolina Scars. You know, if I allow my son Stars, to, like, like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Stars. stars. Okay. So if I allow, allow my son yep. to be on Carolina Stars... And then yes. Baron Flannery sees this group, sees my son. I need you to tell us what type of connection that we have right now on Let's Sip and with Freema with Baron Flannery, excuse me. Um, if, I, if I understand the question correctly, I would say that... Um, if you come to our event and you show out, you're going to get exposed. See, period. Um, that's that. I mean, that that's that's really um, that's in a nutshell. That's, that's really the that, yeah yeah. That's it in that's a nutshell. It doesn't need to be elaborated on. But if I'm talking to parents um, from the point of view of somebody who's been in the industry for a long time, um, I would say that first of all. Football needs to be, parents need to have two things. One, a, a realistic view of 
what their child can do. Okay. Um, which is That's hard. Fair. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it's fair. And and but but have unwavering belief and support okay. in your child. Like right. I'm not saying don't be like, you know, little Johnny ain't gonna be a you know right, right. go to Alabama, you know, bless his dreams. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't discourage that. But if little Johnny's five foot five, 121 pounds, and he plays running back. I would just say go on the University of Alabama's website and just see what their running backs look okay. like. Okay. Now, don't, it doesn't mean that he can't play there. I'm not discouraging little Johnny from having that opportunity or that dream. Right. But if he don't go to Alabama, you know, keep it in perspective, right? You know, find a school where there's a hundred and twenty pound, five foot five running back, gotcha. and that might be the Citadel. That mean, might be Tennessee State University. Okay. That might be University of New Hampshire where I went. Um, so find those type of schools. You have to do your due diligence um, in the recruiting process as parents. You can't rely on your high school coaches all the time. Okay. Trust them and rely on them and lean on them, but don't give them the keys to the car for the entire gotcha. duration of the trip. Okay. So, that, so, that's, so that's the first thing. The second thing that I say is, is football is really only the vehicle for point A to point B. Plaz was on his Facebook Live um, just the other day, and he was really talking about, like, why do people in our community think the only way out is to rap or, or to sports. Uh, be a football player or a doctor or a lawyer, right? Those are like the four things, nice. and most of us ain't going to be doctors and lawyers, not that we can't, but... When you go to the hospital, there ain't a whole bunch of us. We're getting, it's getting better. Um, but the point is, is like when you look at success, it's like doctor, lawyer, football player, rapper. Right, right. Right. And so if you're not academic enough to be the doctor or the lawyer, it now goes down to, you know, rapper or athlete. And so we need to make sure that we are conscious about letting our kids know that they use football and you don't let football use you. you. Cause at the end of the day, even if you play 20 years, you got the rest of your life to live. Right. And when you got the rest of your life to live, whenever you're done, what are you going to do next? Like that, that car, that train stops at some point. Absolutely. And so if you're not preparing yourself for 40 years down the line, which is not easy to do, man, you know, I'm the things that I'm saying seem very basic, but they're, but they're difficult, you know, it's difficult for some people who can't see past the next day mm -hmm. to think 40 years down the line, but you have to, you just got to find a way to do that. Because if you don't, you're going to do a disservice to yourself because football is not the end all be all. And so those are the two, two, two nuggets that I give the parents. Um, and again, you know, it sounds like it sounds cliche. You tell the kids, man, do good in school. And everybody says do good in school. And it's like, oh, I hear that every day. I'm tired of hearing that. But if somebody says something over and over and over and over again, it's because it has some merit. Right. And we really have to embrace that. And we have to be on that. And parents need to really step up in, in making that, that, that dream a reality Absolutely. for their kids. A lot of kids who make it have that type of support. And the kids that don't have that type of support, because there are kids out there, mm. um, you know, it's 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 a rough go at it, but then you got to figure it out, you know. Right. Um, however, it is that you figure it out. I don't have all the answers, <laughs> but um, you know, 
you asked me a question about the parents and so that's right. what I would tell them. And then as far as the exposures is concerned, um, you look at the organization that align with your goals, um, align with the kids you want to play with. Carolina Stars has 31 kids going Division One. Me personally, I want to put my kid on that Right, team, right, you know? right. And I'm going to drive two hours back and forth from practice and make that commitment. And if I can't, you find that locally, um, you know, and find what fits best for you and yours. Right. But never, ever, ever as a parent just give the car keys to somebody else to determine the future. Your fate of your child. You, gotta, you have to take some steps. You, got, you have to. You have, have to. to. And if you don't know about it, you have to ask the questions. You got to find the people to ask. You can't be scared. Like, I, oh, I don't know. Get in my inbox and be like, Baron, well, I'm asking questions. Hello. Or, you know, whatever. Your high school coach, like, whatever it is, you know, don't be like, that person's unapproachable. You know, when it comes to your child, there's nobody that's unapproachable. Right? I'm exactly. going to anybody about mine. Exactly. You know, like, it doesn't matter who it is. I'm not going to be intimidated by that because you can't be scared when it's it's the fate of your child and most people aren't you know paternal and maternal instinct kick in wow so that was that was some good feedback um baron i must be honest with you because like you said don't be scared when it comes to your child ask if you don't ask you'll never know and this right here you know um meeting someone that has that platform that has that potential to actually tell you i never heard of carolina stars ever but you best believe when me and you disconnect i'm googling i'm figuring it out i'm figuring out what this yeah, practice start sure. and i'm taking my baby there because my baby was little you know and that's all he that he loves it he's good at it and i'm not just saying that because i'm a mom so i'm going to do what it takes to at least give him a shot at you see what i'm saying so yes, i must say i appreciate you coming on and sharing all of this information with us not a lot of people give us the tools and the resources that we need to strive for greater for our children you know so now it's up to the parents yes. you got the platform you hear baron you hear him he's telling you what to do take a leap of faith you know we're going to take a leap of yes. faith and we're going to please do, do. please do is there anything vision. else you, you yeah, want to share with Let's Sip and Talk that. with Freema before um, I give you your win? Um, you said everything, huh? You you said a mouthful just now, I must say. <laughs> you know what? You know, yes, because we've, we've really been talking about, you know, sports and what I do. Um, but I do want to... Um, I do while, while I have the time and I have your audience, you know, I want, I want to say um, we got to keep fighting for social justice. Mm. Um, in any way that we can, in any way that you can chip in, we got to chip in and figure out a way to, um, to be better. Right. And to, um, and to let people know that we're not playing, like we're tired of the craziness that's going on right now. And, um, you know, in whatever way that you can be involved in in it, you don't got to go down the picket center right. and, and all of that because that's just not everybody's lane. Um, but we got to figure out a way um, to do our part. 
and that and that's big i mean i, I really think that's big um i feel i often feel no 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 you're good you're good i often feel um guilty in 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 um a lot of what i preach on facebook instagram is about you know business and money and motivation mm -hmm. and things like that and i've been um pretty successful okay. That's and awesome. um but 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 i but i say I, I say that in the way that it seems during these times talking about you know what i've done and what i'm going to do and motivating in business and money um things like that it it's superficial when a lot of a lot of things are are going on right now that um i could be talking about or sharing about right, using right. my platform for a different for a different message right and so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very aware of the Pylon brand. I'm very aware of my brand. I'm very aware of the things that um, the community knows me for, which has been football mm -hmm. for the most part and business for the most part. And so, you know, I talk about that. Right, right, right. But during, the, but, but during these times, um, I want to convey a, a, another side. Like, I'm tired of the craziness going on absolutely as well. and so i'm finding i'm finding my lane um to do my thing in in that regard um and so i just implore everybody else no matter how they feel about the thing now because that's maybe for another time but no we can talk about it look on let's even talk we talk about pretty much everything <laughs> everything everything right? so so then, so then, cool. So then, so 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 we can all agree that that change needs to be had. Change needs to be had in our Absolutely. criminal justice system, in the way that we view our brother and our sister and our neighbor and community. Change needs to be had, and you know that that I think everybody can agree right. on, right? I mean, you may feel one way about arrest tactics and things like that or what's going on with rioting and protesting you know there's going to be a million different opinions on that and i'm not here to debate anybody on their depend on on their opinions if they if they differ from mine but i think that a common theme is we all know that some things need to be changed and in order for things to change we just need to take personal accountability absolutely. and do what we can do to absolutely. affect that change okay so i want to ask you this and if so, you're uncomfortable you know speaking about this you don't have to speak about i'm it. comfortable talking about anything okay so i have an assistant and she insisted before she insisted before i bring you on yes. that i needed to speak on the gentleman in wisconsin and i'm pretty sure all of us are aware you know that um what he got shot seven times in his back i think he was proceeding yes. to walk um to the driver's side of the car his children in the car he didn't stop or what have you so i see and again if you don't feel comfortable speaking about this i totally no, understand no 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 we're good we're so, good we're good um we're good. My, i am comfortable in my skin okay and i am comfortable having 
the opinions that I have, right. even if they don't match everybody's opinion. Exactly. And, and I think that that's okay. It's okay. You know, one thing that I've really been working on is, is communication. And I am an excited, rah-rah type of person. And so when I talk, I talk with passion. And, and a lot of times, um, previous to my healing mm-hmm. um, or trying to heal, <laughs> Um, I would, I would talk and, and when I'm listening, if it was a point of view that I didn't understand or want to understand, I'm waiting to reply instead of waiting to get that other person's perspective. And if we're not on the same page, just be like, all right, well, we just agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, you know, we're not going to go back and forth. You're not going to get me out my energy and out of character because you don't agree with how I feel on a certain situation. So I say all I have to say, I'm, you know, whatever you, you're going to ask, um, I'm comfortable in answering. Okay. And then we can have a dialogue about exactly. it. So um, with that situation, um, honestly, I seen the video. I didn't dissect it. I didn't analyze it to a T. However, I don't know if yeah. the cops was telling him to stop, raise your hands, put your hands up, what have you. Did he proceed to walk off? Um, regardless of what they were asking him to do, did they not know what he was trying to get out of the vehicle? You know, they did have to shoot him seven times, of course, if that's how many times they shot him, but... They did or they did not? They did shoot him, but I don't know exactly how many times. No, seven. Seven times. They did not have to shoot him seven times. However, however... As a as a black man, and I know a lot of people, and and right now we're not we're not we're not interviewing anymore. We're just having a conversation. We're having our normal conversation. So as a black man that knows what's going on in society these days and times, and if and I'm saying if because again I don't know if they were telling him to stop. You know, put your hands up. If he proceeded to continuously walk off while they're telling him not to. Did they know what he was pulling out of that vehicle? Did they know if he was getting a gun to shoot at them? I mean, not saying they were right, but were they completely wrong for at least tasing him if that's what they would have done? Do you see where I'm coming from? Yes, I do. I I, I, I do. I, I do. Um, so take it to the beginning. Okay. Take it to the to take it to the very beginning. Um, I feel like he should have complied okay. with whatever the directives were at the very beginning. And I don't know what they were. If it was right, hop on one I, foot, okay. we agree. On I'm going to hop on one foot, and then and then I'm going to then you know deal with it um, after the fact. If I'm in the right, then I'm going to deal with it. You know. Um, from the safety of my bed, right. you know what I'm right, saying. Right, right. So, so that's so that's that. I think I think he I think I think he could have complied. I don't know what they were asking him to do, um, but then once he didn't, mm-hmm. once he didn't comply, I think that the police then handled it totally inappropriately right. um, until he went into the car and you don't know what somebody's grabbing. So there was a lot of time from, and if you watch the video, two or three seconds is a lifetime to make a decision 
and handle it. And I feel like they missed the opportunity to keep him from from getting, getting to. to the car door in the first Absolutely. place. Absolutely. I think that them pulling out and drawing their weapon and not drawing a taser or whatever in that time um they went directly for their for their firearms yeah. from from the begin from the onset and so if you're if 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 you're dealing with the criminal element which the police have to automatically assume criminal element when he's walking off one, you're expecting him to walk off because you're dealing with somebody who's not going to comply if it's criminal element. And then two, you have to have protocol and procedure and you have to work within that protocol and procedure to subdue him before he even makes it around the corner. Right. And drawing your firearm and pulling on his white t-shirt is not in anybody's handbook. And so they are at the level of accountability because they handle the situation completely wrong when they have the authority um, to and the responsibility to handle it correctly. Right. You're sworn in because we trust that you're going to be able to handle these situations without deadly force. When he opened up the car door, I'm not completely upset that they did what they did. I'm not, I'm not overly upset. I'm upset with it because it's just sucks. Right, right, right. Because the whole thing just The sucks. whole thing. I'm not, because the whole thing sucks. The whole thing sucks. The whole thing sucks. But they, it shouldn't have got that. Bad. Absolutely. And so they, need, so they need held accountable. I agree 100%. They are not right. They are not they right. They are not right. They are not right. They are not right. And we're not, and, and, and I'm not going to, put the blame on that that gentleman for for them not handling their responsibility the wrong the way. wrong way and the wrong way and I don't know if I'm politically correct on this I'm just giving my opinion the police handled that situation all the way wrong and when you handle the situation wrong there is accountability that needs to be had and whatever that accountability that needs to be had you know i hope the justice system gets it right and they punish those gentlemen to the full extent of the law absolutely i worked in i worked in a school for adjudicated youth which is like gridiron gang which is like a a police you know like a jail a school jail for minor offenders Okay, and we had protocol and procedure. And if we didn't handle protocol and procedure, we were written up and we were dealt with. Wow. And we were and we were dealt with by either being fired or um, being put on probation Mm -hmm. or whatever. We had to do things by the book. And when you don't do it by the book, you leave yourself open to being dealt with and we can't allow those cops to get off for that when they should have handled it handled it differently from the onset right the beginning and the end are just it's just a sad 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 situation and see that situation that goes back to when you say you got to handle things you know by protocol what's in the book what 
what you're learned, what you're taught when you take that job on. So I don't know if you heard about the, um, and I don't know what city they're in, but it was a young lady and maybe three or four in the, um, young kids, her kids, her nieces, they were going to get their nails done, you know, and it was called in that this was a stolen vehicle and it happened. It wasn't. However, it was a stolen vehicle. The cops came and everybody's on the ground from a 14 year old, babies in the car you get what i'm saying so they said it was protocol but do you have to have some type of sense of judgment these are babies that we're holding guns you know too regardless if it was a stolen vehicle or not to me it seems like but, there are certain ways but i don't think that that's the protocol that's not the protocol to pull your firearm that's last resort and so i, I would never i would never allow them to tell me that that's the protocol is to pull your firearm and use deadly force at any at any particular time in 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 the um, there are things that can be done be, before that and i don't know that situation so i can't speak really intelligently about that so you know i don't like commenting on things that i that i don't know um i just know that um from the way things look we are being targeted right. in a systematic way that that in a systematic way that um seems like there's disparity like we're being targeted for 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 cops um saying that they have the right to use deadly force and and you know it's not right it's just it's just it's just not right and i'm not i'm not um i don't I don't. I don't want to speak on things I don't know about. So I don't right, know that right. one. Just this particular. Just this. Just this particular case because it was. It's so new and it's so fresh and the videos there for everybody to see and everybody to have witnessed and watched and to have an opinion. Um, you know, I'm able to speak on that because I've watched that. I've talked right. about it and it made it made me sick, man. It it, it really did, Freema. It really made me sick. It, it because it didn't have to get to that point. It didn't have to get to that point. Didn't have he to get to that been, point. Right. Yeah. He could he that got that 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 gentleman could have been subdued prior to even open opening the car door. Once he became non compliant, they could have they could have used another method and then they didn't have to grab their firearm. Um, they could have grabbed the taser, you know. And that's and that's to the extent of it, you know. I understand when he opened the door, they they're gonna say Mm -hmm. nobody knows what he's reaching for at that point you know if you're looking at it from just that snippet right. you know you don't know but if you've watched the whole thing there was time for them to have an opportunity to de-escalate that situation before it got that far exactly to do so and if you're if you're trained to do something and you don't do it you have to be held accountable simple as that and they need to hold these gentlemen accountable Exactly. Exactly. Well, Baron, I think we went from the greatness <laughs> to the lows yeah, sure. that we're going through right now. And I really appreciate you even sharing your thoughts, you know, opening up with us. You get what I'm saying? A lot of people yeah. are not, you know, as open to really share their opinions, their thoughts. And I appreciate you for that. It's scary. Um, I appreciate it a lot. So I'm gonna give it's extremely scary to give huh? your to give your to give your real. It, exactly. I said it's extremely scary 
to give your to give your real and your truth and say things that may not um be on par with what the masses Everybody think or the, even the person i don't know you or even what, what you think right, right the, the right. judgment in having a real opinion is is it's a scary thing but i think that and and um i, I think that you know honesty and truth have to be the forefront of communication Absolutely. and when you have communication then that's when things can be solved Absolutely. people are you know tiptoeing around issues and don't want to say how they really feel then when things don't go the way that you want them to go you don't have anybody to blame but yourself exactly so, um it was funny because i'm in my office right mm -hmm. now and um there was a there was a statement i made my wife poked her head and like you sure you want to say that <laughs> um and 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 the truth is is yes i did i wanted to say everything that i said you know and um you know the the bottom line of that situation just so that we are clear right. those cops need to be held accountable because exactly. they were wrong Absolutely. and they did not handle the situation in a professional way and we trust them to protect, to protect us, us and we trust them to handle the situation in a professional protocol aligned way and when they don't you have to be held accountable absolutely a hundred percent to be held accountable absolutely a hundred percent in no way shape or form excuse me i felt they were right you know but sometimes yeah. when we know things can get misconstrued things can get torn out of proportion sometimes we just have to simmer down a little bit you know to avoid the craziness yeah. that people may do you know so yeah. um Baron, again, I appreciate this. You definitely have to come on again in the future. Thank you for sharing and shedding some spotlight on some things that some of us were ignorant to. We did not know, you know, so I thank you for sharing this with us. This meant a lot. And um, I hope you have a great night, a great rest of your week. And thank you for coming on. Let's sip and talk with Freema. And as we always say, peace and love. Peace and love. Thank Cheers. you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. The opportunity was done. Thank you so much. I wanted to say this really quick. Um, I know that we got off with Baron, but I did want to say this really quickly to everyone that's watching. Um, you know how some people, and I might should go live again or just leave it on here. Um, I need people to understand that's watching some people say it's a platform some people say you know it's something to do but tonight was a platform i need the parents to understand this gentleman that was just on has a platform you get what i'm saying so you know every time let's sit and talk with freeman bring someone on it's for a reason and i need y'all to take heed to this i need y'all to understand these are connections that we are building for our future I need you guys to take this serious. I need you guys to understand that you are building connections for our future. Baron Flannery Jr. does not necessarily recruiting, not necessarily scouting, but the media, which means if your son makes it to where they are watching him, that is the platform that he needs to be successful i need y'all to understand this let's have been taught with freema don't just come on for the hell of it you understand what i'm saying 
Alan, and I'm gonna put you out there, Alan. Alan Williams has given us the connections that we need to make our future successful so we don't have to be out here in the future protesting, fighting, shooting, and doing all this crazy stuff. Let's take this time to take these connections for our children. I need y'all to share this show. I, I know so many kids that love football, that want to do it. And right now is the time to understand. I never heard of South Carolina Star, or excuse me, Carolina Stars. You understand what I'm saying? But I'll drive those two hours to make sure Kamanti practice and goes everything so he can be on Baron Flannery, Flannery excuse me, platform to show him off to maybe he can get where he's going to get. Y'all have to utilize these platforms. You understand? I don't get paid for doing this stuff. I get donations. You get what I'm saying? And the no donations will help me hopefully to, to get a studio that's permanent, to get a studio to bring individuals on. Share this, understand these platforms, and these are connections for us. Okay? I just need to say that. I wanted to say it for a long time, but I, I wanted to wait until we finished the interview. These are connections for our future. Yes, we got to utilize them, people. We have to utilize the connections that we have. We all heard the saying, sometimes it takes someone to get somewhere or, you know, you have to know somewhere, someone to get where you want to go or something like that. Utilize these connections, people, and I'm so not being funny. I'm so not being funny. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. If you know little scouts that want to be football players, Carolina Stars, um, make sure you look up Pylon 7. Like, this is real out here, people, okay? I didn't, and honestly, when I bring these people on, I don't know. You know, we have a little conversation, but I don't actually go in. I'll learn it when you guys learn it. So this tonight, to me, I feel it was serious. And because I say it was serious, because I know I have a son that puts his soul into football, which I know we say we shouldn't say, okay, you're going to be a football player. You got to have somebody, something else. But listen, we have connections, people. We got to utilize it, okay? That's all I'm saying. I thank you guys for tuning in. Pylon 7 on 7. Thank you, Alan. Pylon 7 on 7. I thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, peace and love. Peace love and you guys. Love. Have a good night. Peace and love. <laughs>